Hi, and welcome to this podcast where we're going to talk about the mystery of human life. This is something that's been intriguing people for centuries, and we want to cover this in four keys. Hopefully, you can listen through. We'll have them in four separate episodes. And I'm just doing this because I feel like I want to share this. I really enjoyed and appreciated being told or being brought through and having this shown to me as a university student. So I hope that you all can be able to listen and consider it for yourselves. Really, it all boils down to the fact that there is a purpose. There is a purpose for us existing not just as an individual, but collectively as people, there is a real purpose to why we're here. And this is really a freeing and a wonderful uh, realisation to get to this point. So I hope you can listen. The Mystery of Human Life By revelation the mystery was made known to me. don't know if you ever considered the word revelation and what that means. The word stems from the word reveal. Really the human life is a mystery and that needs to be revealed to us what that mystery really is. Without having a revelation we won't know what the mystery of human life is. So I want to introduce a topic, something that's quite compelling and quite eye-opening. It was eye-opening to me as a university student, and I'm sure it'll be eye-opening to you if you're able to make your way through it and reflect on it and consider it. I'll start off with an introduction. There's three points here. The first point, the purpose of man's existence. When we say man, we just mean humanity in general. But have you ever asked yourself, what's the purpose of life? Why are you living in this world? What's the purpose of human life is? Really, we can look at it in this way. No matter what type of person we are or what our profession is, there are a few things which you and I, would agree with. That is that money cannot satisfy us, neither can education, nor pleasure, nor success. We usually pause here when we're talking to people about this and just ask whether they really agree with this. Do they agree that money cannot satisfy, education cannot satisfy, nor can pleasure satisfy, nor can success satisfy? Let's continue on. If we really agree with these points, sometimes people will say, these things cannot satisfy us completely. But think about this word satisfy as a complete satisfaction. This is what we're asking, or this is what we're talking about when we talk about satisfy. So, with this feeling in our being that we are not fully satisfied, we have to open and consider, actually there is a plan for humanity, there's a plan for us. 
and that's related to God's plan. God has a plan and it has everything to do with us. And in the Bible, this plan is called God's economy. This is just God's entire plan for man. It explains the origin and destiny of man, the past and the future, as well as the meaning of human existence. This word God's economy is something very intriguing and very, very wonderful. There are four keys, this is part three, four keys that God has prepared for us to be able to unlock this amazing point concerning God's economy. These four keys, they're in the Bible. And each of the four keys is equally important and indispensable to us. So let's open our heart, quietly and carefully listen and go through uh, these four keys. And then we'll be able to grasp them, understand God's economy, and then realize our purpose, the purpose of humanity. Not just us as an individual, but also the purpose of humanity. And we can begin a satisfied human life. Let's go on to the first key. This first key is called God's creation. And it's unlocking the mystery of human existence. We have four sections to this. First section is actually that people, man, humanity, has God's image. There's a verse in the Bible from Genesis that says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. God's creation of man is different from his creation of all other things. He's actually created man in his own image. This word image, or his own image, is something quite interesting. When I was a child, I'd ask my mum, what does this mean? What does it mean by image? Do we look the same? Does God in the heavens look the same as us? Yes, yes, mum would say. But it's much deeper than that. What it really means is, and it's really hard to explain, but we can use an illustration. A glove is made in the image and likeness of a hand. And its purpose is to contain a hand. With that, with that glove, there's a purpose and intention as to why it was brought about, why it was brought to being. And it has the shape, the shape of a hand. It has the image of a hand. But you can't say the glove's a hand. It has the image, yes. It has the shape, yes. But it doesn't have the life of a hand. It cannot move and act on its own. It's lifeless. Likewise, man was created in the image of God with the purpose of containing God. This is something that many people, it just passes by. But then others are very enlightened. Just like a glove containing a hand, us, we are made in the image of God. And the reason 
why God made us like that is so that he can actually, or we can actually be a container for God. And that goes on to the next point, that we, humanity, man, is a vessel. There's a verse in Romans. It says, God should make known the riches of his glory upon vessels of mercy, even us. These vessels, we are vessels. Vessels is a complicated, not complicated, but a term that we don't use so much, but it's a container. It's like a cup. Cups are made with a intention to contain water. So God actually wants to be our content. And, and so then it goes back to the introduction. No wonder money, pleasure, success, even knowledge and accomplishment can't satisfy us. That's why we are not completely satisfied. It's because we were actually made to contain God. It's almost like that feeling where in your stomach you, you've eaten a meal but then you still feel hungry. Similarly, in our heart, we pursue many things. We keep going, we keep going, we succeed, we meet some particular thing that we really wanted. We get something we really wanted, we achieve something we really wanted, but then we still want more. And this is because we are made in the image of God, we're a vessel to contain God, but if we don't contain God, we're going to have a missing spot. But then you say, hang on, hang on. What do you mean by vessel? Well, actually, God made us in a special way. We have three parts. Many philosophers, psychologists, even monks or spiritual people consider that we only really have two parts, a body and a soul. But in the Bible, it reveals to us that there's three parts. In 1 Thessalonians 5.23, it says, And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete. May your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete. We are God's vessel. And this vessel, imagine it having three parts. The spirit, the soul and the body. So like I just talked about food just now, food will fill our stomach, our physical stomach, our body. It will satisfy our physical body. It belongs to the physical realm. It's superficial. It's just on the surface. When you look at me, you see that there's a body. That's just the basic superficial level. God made us with a body and a soul. This soul is our mind, our mental faculty. And it's at a psychological level. Contact the things of the mental realm. It's deeper. It's deeper than our physical body. Then there's something very intriguing. The spirit. It is the deepest part of man. Belonging to the spiritual level. And contacts the things of God. So if you had a problem with your stomach you'd go see a doctor. If you have problems with your mind, 
you could visit a psychiatrist. But then, our spirit, if there's a problem with our spirit, who do we go to? Only God can solve the problems of the spirit. And this is what we're talking about, about satisfaction and being satisfied. And also about being a vessel to contain God. We take food in our stomach, we take knowledge into our mind, but our spirit is a container to contain God. And this actually links back to this point of what I mentioned about God's economy. And we'll look at this in the fourth lesson, the fourth key. God wants man to enter into... God actually wants to enter into man's spirit to become his content and his satisfaction. This is the purpose of human existence. Could you imagine this is the purpose of human existence? We're not merely made to contain food in our stomach, knowledge in our mind, but we're created to contain God in our spirit. And this spirit is the deepest part. Imagine three layers. We have an outer layer, our physical body, an inner layer, which is our psychological soul, and then the deepest part is our spirit. And that's where we need to contain God. God in our spirit. And we can actually ask God, God, come into my spirit. I want to be a container for you. It's that simple. But then there's so many other things that come in come in if we are made for this, number one, why we haven't we not been told this before? Also, why is it that we don't seek for this all the time? But maybe now we feel a bit reflective, but then maybe when we shut off this recording, we start to do our own things and become distracted and forget about all of this stuff. And that's because in the next key, there'll be something that shows why. Why, even though God has this purpose, it seems like, Man either doesn't know about it or has never achieved it yet. We'll see in the next key what that's about. And there's the first key. So I hope you were intrigued and enjoyed and were enlightened by that. Maybe you can listen to it again another time because usually when I meet someone in person and they're willing to sit down with me and go through these four keys, sometimes me and another friend of mine, we can spend almost an hour talking about this and slowly discussing each of the, these points that we've just talked about. So this is God's creation. God actually made man in his image, to be a container, to contain God. This is profound. Most of the time we are just trying to go and reach and find God, but actually God desires to be in us.
this is not a human invention. It's not a human thought. This is what God wants. This is his plan. This is the beginning. If we can grasp this, we can grasp so much. There's three more keys which will unlock even further why man doesn't realize this, why this has not been worked out, and what God's going to do about it. So I hope you can stick around for the next three. Thanks for listening. Again, thanks for listening. I'll put a link in the show notes with my contact details and also a digital version, a readable version of this first key.